When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I pray that you all had a great week. Um, So today's episode is coming out clearly on Thursday. Um, Yesterday was my mom's birthday, so shout out to my mama. Um, And I just decided to spend some time with family, and I'm recording this morning. Amen? Amen. Um, I'm really, really excited. Um, This week, God has really been revealing so many aspects of his plan for my life, for my career, for my businesses, and it has all been amazing and exciting. Um, But sometimes I feel like we can really get frustrated in the middle of the wait. Um, And even though all of these plans are great, I will say that the plans that God has shown me look so different from the plans that I came up with for myself, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, or even like last year. Um, And I feel like in society, we get really, really caught up in everything looking the way that we want it to look. Um, And I have heard like just so many motivational speakers talking about like, you need to create the life that you want for yourself. And let me tell y'all, at 17, okay, I just knew that I was going to Clark Atlanta, okay, I was going to, um, I was, it was either Clark Atlanta or I was going to UCLA, okay, <laughs> and I was going to be a dance major, I was going to open a school, um, a, a dance school for young girls, and I was going to be a background dancer for Sierra and Beyonce, because... I was building the life I wanted for myself, right? (laughs) But I was so wrong. Um, And we just have to remember that our lives don't belong to us. That everything we do, we do it to the glory of God because he supplies us with everything. So like life, the function of our limbs, um, just, you know, the the little things that we take for granted. Um, My second career choice was computer technology. And then lastly, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to med school. Um, but I had a whole plan that I did not talk to God about. And I remember that once I set my heart on going to med school, God sent a school counselor my way to deliver me a message. Nursing school. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I used to talk about how like I had this whole plan. I said, by the time I'm 30, I am going to be a doctor. Flat out. Okay, like, this is what this is going to look like. I took my little idea and I ran with it. I ain't talked to God about it. I was like, we out here. Um, But God had other plans. And what I love about God is he's so good because he's still honoring the desires of my heart. So before I turned 31, 
um, God willing, I will be completing my doctorate in nursing practice, right? So I will be Dr. Walker, but the journey looked nothing like I thought it would. And the life that God has built for me and my family is above anything I could ever ask for or think. And it just really made me question, like, how many of us have made plans and then we turn around and ask God to bless our plans? Or we end up in a mess and we ask him to bail us out. But he was like, I never told you to go over there, sis. <laughs> right? So we do all of this in the name of building the life that you want for yourself. And that does not mean that you should not be working towards goals, but your goals... God should be in the middle of it all, right? So that's cool if, and I think I talked about this in my obedience over sacrifice episode a while back. Like, that's cool that you went to Africa and fed some fed some kids, but if God never told you to do that, you're just doing what you want to do. If you did it in sheer disobedience, you're just doing what you want to do because everything that good, that's good is not necessarily God. Um, And so it really presents us with, um, you know, addressing culture, right? Like, how many times have you done all of these things? I'm going to build the life for myself um, because I'm about to follow my heart, <laughs> right? Um, it's all over, like, books and movies and TV shows. But guess where it's not? In the Bible. Okay. Um, there is, like, this is such a worldly concept of following your heart and then we as God's children we frustrate ourselves because we're trying to follow our heart but you should not follow your heart because it's not a biblical principle um and so this week we are going to dive into what the word says about our hearts and I will be giving some practical strategies to follow the commands that God does give us about our hearts Hey guys, hope you are enjoying the show. Look, take a minute to go ahead, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode, and leave a review. We love to get feedback from our listeners, and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience. So if you have been blessed by God Goals and Girl Talk, if this is your favorite time of the week, is to spend it with me. First of all, God bless you, sis. I love you. But take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode, and make sure that you leave a review. Now let's get back to the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Hearts Over Habits, Inc. Hearts Over Habits is a 501c3 nonprofit organization aimed to provide mentoring and life skills to young women ages 14 to 24. Our program is designed to educate and empower young women to fulfill their God-given purpose in life. We have a community, online academy, and evidence-based mentoring to ensure that our participants are provided with the foundation necessary to succeed in today's society. If you are interested in enrolling or becoming a participant, please visit our website at www.heartsoverhabits.org. Now let's get back to the show.
Okay, y'all, so let's start with the basics. When we talk about following our heart, the position of your heart and the state of your heart, in the Bible, we are not talking about the same heart that has ventricles and atriums and valves and a superior, a superior vena cava, inferior vena cava, aorta, tricuspid, bicuspid. Okay, like y'all get what I'm saying here. Um, that was like a little medical flex. Shout out to everybody in the healthcare field. What's good? Um, but spiritually and biblically speaking, the heart that is referenced in the Bible is not the one that is physically present in your body, although your physical and your spiritual heart can both malfunction, can both be diseased, right? Um, the Bible talks about the heart almost a thousand times. So if God is talking about something a thousand times, how important do you think this area of your life is to our walk, right? It is super important, just as important as our physical heart is to our bodies, right? If your heart malfunctions in the physical, that is your life. So the same way with your spiritual heart. And um, when you're talking about the spiritual heart, this is the part of our spirituality that holds our emotions and our desires okay and this was something that god had to really deal with me and he continues to deal with me on so this isn't you like oh i've arrived okay we are not jesus um but when i first started my walk with god i had to really get comfortable with him showing myself to me and exposing some things that did not look like him and then being okay and allowing him and wanting him to perform a heart surgery, so to speak. So no matter how good of a person you think that you are, just know that the default posture of your heart is evil. Okay? And that's all of us. So by default, all of us are evil. Our heart posture is evil. This is why you don't have to teach a toddler how to lie. They just be lying. Nobody says, hey, when mommy asks you whether you did something or not, lie. Nobody teaches their kids that. But by default, our heart posture is evil, right? We're, it, we're born into sin, literally. Nobody teaches toddlers how to lie, but they do it. Nobody teaches toddlers how to do naughty things, but they do it. Toddlers are savages. <laughs> um, and your heart because our heart posture is evil, if you act on that and you don't allow God to um, to do that surgery, right? If you don't get the surgery done, if you don't adhere to the treatment plan, um, you will end up out here like sis who thought she was going to blow up her boyfriend's Jeep and she lost her edges, she lost her eyebrows and her freedom, okay, all together. And one fell swoop, right? And now she's a whole meme. She got videos being made. Just all kinds of stuff that have added to my entertainment, okay? And one, in one hand, I, I definitely cackled at some of these videos. But on the other hand, it made me sad that, you know, she was angry and then sending her anger. And it always, it turns out not good, right? Um, I could never imagine going viral for something not good on the internet because it lives there forever. Um, and then scripture also tells us about the default posture of our heart. So I want to point out two scriptures in particular. The first one is Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. Um, and it reads, the heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. 
Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. So let's explore this word deceitful because that first part of the scripture where it says the human heart is the most deceitful of all things, I was like, hold on, dang. <laughs> um, Y'all know, like last week, I had husband on here and we did not have definition time, but guess what, it's back today. Um, so when you're looking at the definition of deceitful, Deceitful is defined as to having a tendency to deceive or give false impressions. Deceit is defined as having the quality of being dishonest or misleading or the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. Like how many times um, or how many of us have been guilty of jumping to a conclusion about something or someone that was a completely false situation that was not like what was really happening right um you know oh they like you know like they weren't talking about you but you felt in your heart that you knew and you know one thing that i've learned about our own like our um ourselves like us as humans is like never in a million years until I got saved, will I ever hear myself go, you tripping, <laughs> right? But now the Holy Spirit be like, girl, stop. <laughs> because your heart is the most deceitful of all things, right? Like in your head, you will go back and validate these false things instead of just having a conversation with the people. And it's because our heart is the most deceitful of all. And now it's causing division. You mad at somebody and you don't even know why you really mad at them. And all of it could be solved, but you're following your heart um, and not listening and being led by the spirit. And that is where that you know, the heart is the most deceitful of all things, right? How many of us have um, had our heart set on uh, a boyfriend or, you know, or this person or that person and they were trash, raggedy, not for you, okay? Like, even in, even in Matthew, Jesus talks about our hearts and the default condition of our hearts. Um, in Matthew 7, 20-23, Jesus says, um, and then he added, he being Jesus, it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from what within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. Okay? That's from Jesus. Jesus said it is it is from what it is what comes from inside that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, Greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these vile things come from within. They are what defile you. 
the default of our condition will defile us. Defile meaning that it will make us impure, unclean, um, especially with something unpleasant or contaminating. And what I really looked at was like, wow, like when you think about um, our physical hearts, right? The stuff that you put in your body, the stuff that, that, that comes from within, right? That's the stuff that can cause sickness in your natural or your physical heart. And so in our spiritual sense, it's the same, right? These things can be contaminating. And when you ever, like if any of y'all ever watched the first 48, I'm, I be watching murder mystery shows. Um, if any of y'all have watched the first 48, it's always something evil. Like, that's not be straight up evil. And it's the default position of our heart. I saw an episode where this guy, he got arrested for one murder. And the cop came to question him about the one murder. And he was like, look, bro, I'm jacked up. And he ended up being a serial killer. But he confessed all of it. He was like, and also this and this and this. And I just had to get this off off of myself, lock me up. And then at the end with like in the camera, he, I just want to apologize to all the family, all the victims of the family, and I'm gonna get what I deserve. And I was like, you know, you will, <laughs> you will. But it just shows that, and he didn't have any good reason. He just was like, I just wanted to do it. And yes, mental illness probably played a role, but furthermore, the default position of our heart it said, like God, Jesus says, not even just in the Bible, but Jesus said out of his mouth that theft and murder are part of the default positions of our heart. And so we really just have to know, like, don't be out here trying to follow your heart, child. That's not, nope. <laughs> and, you know, even though at baseline and without God, our hearts are raggedy. Um, it's not, it's not your fault, right? This is a part of the generational curse, but through Jesus, we can be restored and overcome. And that is what's so, so amazing about our God, right? Is that he always, you know, like things may be a certain way, but we always have access to, um, the great physician, right? So, um, it is also, you know, even though Jesus gives us Jesus the answer um, we have to still take responsibility for our spiritual health right just like we do over our physical heart um, we have to take care of our hearts in the spirit hey guys it's your girl Charlotte Walker the host of God goals and girl talk I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast if you want to start your own podcast I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no 
minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Check God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sis, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon and it makes for a great gift and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, You learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards, just like you would build your own resume. It is so cool, it's so fun. And God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life. Y'all, he been out here saving us, okay? Get the journal, get in a position and a posture of gratitude. I pray that it blesses you. You need to get it. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so when learning how to take care of your heart, there are four things that we have to do. We have to believe, receive, declare, and guard. Believe, receive, declare, and guard. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he provides us with a new heart because he's just so amazing and he loves us so much. And this is the opportunity to ask, have you believed and received and declared your faith? It doesn't take a large crowd of people. It doesn't take, you know, being baptized is amazing. It's an, it is in a way to exercise and show your faith, another way to declare your faith, but you don't have to wait until you're at the church to make the best decision of your life. It can be you and Jesus in your car, in your closet, wherever God will meet you where you are. And in Romans 10, nine, um, nine through 10, the Bible tells us that if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And if you've never done that, pause me. I will be here when you get back. Okay. Pause me, child, and and go and declare and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It is the best decision of my life. This is how you get your heart transplanted, okay? Now, once you believe, receive, and declare, 
And um, you will get what I like to call the heart transplant, <laughs> right? So in Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27, the Bible tells us, then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your old stony stubborn heart and give you a tender and responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. If you have ever known anyone that has had a heart transplant, right? Or even any kind of transplant, not just a heart transplant, any kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, any kind of transplant, you know that there's a lot of maintenance and work that has to be done to ensure that the new organ continues to function properly. And so for those of you, <clears throat> Jesus, for those of you that may not know, um, if you get a transplant, there's an entire workup that you have to do to even get quote unquote approved for a transplant in the physical. And what's so great about our God is that you don't even gotta do all that to get prepped, right? You just got to believe, receive, and declare. Um, but the maintenance of the organ afterwards, there's appointments, there's medications, there's certain things that you may not be able to do that you used to do, right? Um, and all of this work goes in because we worry about um, things like organ rejection and malfunction. And in the same way, we need to ensure that we do the work to maintain our new heart, right? So the heart that God transplants in us. Um, in Proverbs 4.23, which is the uh, foundational scripture for my nonprofit, Hearts Over Habits, is guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life, right? In Hebrew, the word guard is Shamar, which means to preserve or to keep watch. Often, um, we think of, like, to me, I think of, like, uh, a castle, right? And the guard is stated in front, um, keeping watch. If you ever see, like, in the movies, there were people in the watchtower. The people in the watchtower, they never slept. Right, they had the light and it's shining the light in the dark places, right? So if you think of um, like a watchtower. Other definitions of the word guard mean to defend or protect, to take precautions and to keep under close watch to prevent misconduct. That means that um, in guarding your heart, you're gonna have to be active. If you're defending something, you are actively doing something, right? You are purposefully, right? Like if you're defending yourself and somebody swinging punches at you, that means that you're swinging back, <laughs> okay? Try Jesus, <laughs> please don't try me, cause I throw hands, okay? <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, so you have to ask yourself, like how are you guarding your heart? Um, I want you to know uh, that similar to those who receive a heart in the physical, sometimes guarding or maintaining your heart will mean being on a regimen that's not always super fun and exciting, right? But you do what you need to so you can maintain this precious gift um, that was given to you. 
In the physical, that means like getting up early for appointments, cutting off certain foods, um, cutting off certain habits. Uh, for instance, if you receive a heart transplant, your diet has to change, right? And you would have to stop old habits that may damage your new heart, such as smoking. You have to stop that stuff before you can even get the new heart. But God is so good that you can come right where you are and he'll just work on it. He'll just give you the new heart for, for free. Ain't no board of ethics and this whole process, the workup. You don't even got to do all that with God, okay? Because he is the best. But in the same sense, guarding your spiritual heart means getting up early for appointments with the father, asking him to examine and give you a clean heart daily, right? King David talks about this in Psalm 51 and 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. We must intentionally spend time with the father and ask him to create a clean heart in us every day. When we talk about maintenance, it is important that what you pour into your spiritual bodies, what you put into your spiritual bodies is healthy, right? That means removing all the junk from your spiritual diet. What does that look like practically? So for me, I stopped watching trash TV shows like Love and Hip Hop, Basketball Wives. And even though I love like murder mysteries, I don't even watch them the same as I used to because something about it just don't sit right in my, in my spirit sometimes. I'm like, all right, you've watched enough of this. Um, but you know, all of this stuff, like all of these reality TV shows, um, even the ones that are about like finding love and this and that, like, no, nah, babe, God is love. You ain't got to look that hard. Um, you know that all of this stuff is, you know, rooted in division and grumbling and complaining, even in a lot of these reality shows where they're trying to find, you know, find love. They kissing four and five and 15 uh, girls a day. Disgust. Disgusting. <laughs> okay. Um, I stopped listening to unedited music. And I listen to way more worship music than I do anything else, right? So I have had, um, I've also had to set some boundaries on relationships with people who are toxic or always having a heart of murmuring and complaining, okay? We don't need no heart murmurs over here. All right. Um, so you have to change to a heart healthy diet. So in the physical, um, they talk about like cutting salt and exercise. So you wanna, you know, you wanna cut the salty people out your life, child. Lay off of the things that are fatty and that will clog your spiritual arteries and cause vessels to harden, right? You can have a hardened heart in the spirit. A stony heart is what the scripture called it. You can have a hardened heart. And this is why you need to ask God daily to create in you um, a clean heart. Remember um, exercise, right? To exercise in the spiritual realm. That means stretching your faith. That means being nice to someone who may be a little bit more challenging to love, things like that. We will, you know, we will face um, what I call stress tests, right? Where your heart will be put to the test. And when you think about your heart being put to the test, right? If you want to know a good indicator for the status of your heart, guess what it is? Your mouth. <laughs> okay? Um, what are you saying? Like, what are you speaking? What is coming out of your mouth? Are you full of cursing and murmuring and complaining? Or are you speaking blessing in life? Remember that the Bible tells us that blessing and curses cannot come out of the same mouth. So 
you may be wondering like, okay, what does your mouth have to do with your heart? In the physical, you put food in your mouth and if the food is not good, right? Because you are what you eat. <laughs> if the food is not good, then eventually over time you will see, um, you'll, you may end up with a heart condition. And the Bible tells us, right? about the mouth so much and that is like a whole another word girl okay but jesus tells us in matthew 12 34 b for whatever is in your heart determines what you say so there is a connection so that's a good indicator if somebody cuts you off in traffic are you cussing them because if you are boop Okay, <laughs> we need we need we need to uh, get on guard. What what is happening here? And it is not always easy um, to do these things, right? Just like any lifestyle change, people will start to notice um, the difference in the work that you're doing in the secret place with God, right? My friend, my sis Alexis, I love her. Shout out to you, boo. Um, she came over the uh, over the weekend. It was like, girl, are you losing weight? Well. Look at that word showing off, <laughs> right? Um, but people will start to notice the work that you're doing in that secret place, right? People may not see you getting up at 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym, but eventually people will start noticing the work. So that those early morning appointments with God, people will start noticing um, the work that you're putting in. They will see the fruit of your work, the benefits of your work, the health benefits of not following your heart, but guarding your heart will cause you to live a long and prosperous life. The same way that, you know, in the physical, taking care of your heart will lead you to live a long and prosperous life. So I want you guys to take the time this week to really evaluate your heart. Um, ask God to create in you a clean heart and get on your post and guard your heart, sis, okay? Um, you can do it with the help of our advocate, the Holy Spirit, right? So God isn't just out here like, here's a new heart, take care of it. No, like he also said he gives you a new heart and sends his spirit. Um, ask God to reveal to you the things that you need to guard your eyes and ear against, your ears, your ears and eyes against, because your eye gates and your ear gates are the way to your spiritual heart right so i already said you are what you eat so if you're watching um shows and you already know that you have an issue with um being jealous or coveting or wanting the lifestyle that other people live watching lifestyles of the rich and famous in and of itself is not bad but for you in this season until god can deal with that you are um you are putting yourself in a position to where you're not guarding your heart Right. If I know that I'm struggling with one stuff that other people have, watching Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is not what I should be doing in this season. Right. So ask God to remove anything or anyone that does not belong in your space. Right. Um, when you uh, remember, everyone can't be around a transplant patient. We have to be particular as to who they are exposed to. Um, so they don't get ill. That means some of your friends uh, that, that you think they are friends, if they are, are sick in the spirit, <laughs> you cannot be around them. You can pray for them, 
but you cannot be around them. And don't feel like because you're doing better than what you were, that it's okay. God will let you know when you can be around them again to when you can be an example. But there's a scripture in the Bible, and I can't remember off the top of my head, um, that talks about like before <laughs> bad, bad company corrupts good character. I believe it's a proverb. Right, so you can think you're doing great, but before long, you around them enough, you can get you can be right back where you started, and so you have to get radical for your health, for your spiritual life. Um, and so I want you just to start getting on guard and taking care, guard your heart. Like that's what you should be doing. I want I need you to receive, believe, declare, and then I need you to get on track with guarding your heart i need you to do that new lifestyle change um because once you do that your life will change okay it's amazing so i love y'all i will talk to y'all next week remember to love people love god and love yourselves bye Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.